Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm just very thankful that you have taken the time out today to spend with me as we discuss the importance of weathering the storm when the rain keeps falling. Uh, This is the fourth episode of Season 3 of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. And again, I thank you for listening today and and throughout this season. If you haven't yet listened to the first three episodes, I encourage you to do that, uh, that you can get some context behind the purpose uh, with this season. And we're going to be very real, very raw this season about some storms that uh, I've been facing in my life. And I share these thoughts with you in hopes that it can help you if you were going through something similar. If you haven't already, go and like us on Facebook, Scattered Abroad Network, on our page there. Check us out on Instagram. Visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. And if you'd like to uh, send us an email, do you have a comment or question, a thought, uh, maybe an idea for a future episode or future season, uh, please contact us. We'd love to hear from you at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Have you ever been driving down the road? Maybe it's it's dark and, and you've been traveling for a while and out of nowhere it just starts raining. And you have the window wipers going and, and you turn your music down, you turn your air down, and you're trying to focus and you just can't see. And you keep hoping that you can just keep driving and, and there won't be any cars around you and you can just, just focus on that. A few months ago I was traveling to Decatur, Alabama and as I was getting into Decatur, I noticed that there weren't many lights on the road. Some of you listening may know exactly what road I'm talking about. I was going to stay at a friend's house that night. We were going to a funeral in Jackson, Tennessee the next day for our good friend and former teammate, uh, Daniel Wallace. But as we were, as I was traveling on this road, I had been traveling for a while, and I just could not see. And I kept trying to focus on just get to the destination, get to the destination, and I finally arrived there, and I just remember putting the car in park, undoing my seatbelt, and just sitting there and closing my eyes and just thinking, I'm so glad, even though the rain is still falling, I'm in a place where I can have some peace. I remember praying to God and thanking Him for allowing me to arrive safely. It's a practice I always do when I drive anywhere. I pray that I'll have a safe trip there, and when I get there, I praise Him for that, and then I pray for a safe trip back home. But I can just remember when that rain kept falling. All I wanted to do was get through it. I just wanted to arrive safely. I did not have to travel on that anymore. You know, when we face the storms of life, it can feel like the rain just keeps on falling. You might hear someone say, I just can't seem to catch a break. You know, it's just one hit after the other. I've heard people say that, that it comes in threes. You know, a a bad thing can happen. Well, expect two more things to happen. It's amazing how life just comes at you that way. And when I think about this past year in particular, when I think back to 2020 even, and of course we know the world kind of stopped there in March of 2020 and we had the, the pandemic in December of 2020, actually the week of Christmas. My family and I, we all got the coronavirus. And my mom and dad got it as well. But I can remember as the new year started rolling forward, I thought, this year is going to be better. 2021 is going to be better. I'm just going to keep my keep my hope up, keep my trust up in that, and let that keep me going. 
Well, the rain started falling early in 2021. My father attempted suicide. At this time, he had taken uh, a lot of pills, and it did not do the job. They were able to revive him. He lived through that. But I just remember that was a storm that, that we all kind of faced. It kind of hit us in a very difficult way. And again, that was in March. In April of this year, 2021, uh, my mother took the second COVID shot, the Pfizer shot. And this can happen with the COVID shot, but also the flu shot. I'm not trying to to uh, make any kind of, of rash statement here when I say this. But she developed Guillain-Barre syndrome from the vaccine. Again, that can happen from the flu shot or the COVID shot. But her body just did not respond well to that second shot. So back-to-back months, we have these two big events happen in our family. And then, of course, as I've shared in in all three of the previous episodes, on October 28th of 2021, my father took his life. He was successful this time. You know, as I kind of sit back and, and as I record this episode, it's been a few weeks since that time. And, of course, I'm still trying to deal with it in my own way. I'm trying to get back into a routine and trying to immerse myself in the work here. Uh, with equipment congregation, uh, my work as as a teacher at Georgia Christian School, what a blessing that is to my life. And I know that uh, baseball is, is about to, to get started up. I'm very excited about that. But it just feels like the rain keeps on falling. It's one thing after the other. You know, not only are we dealing with uh, the stress that, that comes with having to get all the affairs in order after the death of a loved one, my mother's still in still in the nursing home. She's still battling this Gillian Barre syndrome every day, and that's that's weighing on on me uh, heavily as she goes through that. And and really nothing that I can do. But then now, and you may be able to hear it in my voice, I'm going through some kind of sickness right now. Uh, this past Sunday morning, got up, got ready, excited to preach, walked out the door, and I had to just take a seat. My blood pressure was up a little bit. Uh, just had trouble catching my breath. And my wife said I was uh, white as a sheet. I say all that to say that we all, in in some way, know what it means to go through life, and it feels like the rain from a storm keeps on falling. Our goal in this episode today is, is to ask the question: How do we weather that storm? How do we get through it when the rain keeps coming? When we think it's going to let up, but it doesn't, it gets even heavier. How do we get through that? I want to draw your attention back to the greatest man of the East. A man who had seven sons and three daughters. A man who was called the servant of God. A man who was upright. A man who turned away from evil talking about a man named Job. I'm privileged to teach uh, the book of Job here at the Equipment Congregation. We have gone through the first two chapters, and Lord willing, uh, tomorrow night, actually, is at the time of this recording, this is Tuesday, November 16th. Uh, tomorrow night, Lord willing, we're going to uh, dive into chapter 3 as we think about Job's uh, soliloquy, if you will. Job is finally kind of taking a step back, and he's trying to process this. And, and he, we really have a a very raw and, and real 
uh, moment there from Job. You know, how he feels about all this and what he's going through. But I want you to think about Job and imagine how it must have felt for him. Again, you open up to Job chapter 1 and you see that everything is going Job's way. He's, he's living for God, he's living a righteous life, and he's blessed. He's blessed abundantly. He's got servants, he's got ten children, he's got the support of his wife, he's got health and wealth, and, and you name it, he's got it. Again, the greatest man of the East. That's not a light statement. That was a, a literal statement about this man. Well respected. He was, he was the man. But then as you continue in that chapter, you notice that behind the scenes, Satan wants to attack Job's character. And he tells God, he says, listen, the only reason that you're blessing him the way you are is because you've put this hedge around him. You take everything away from him, he will curse you to your face. And so God, of course, being more powerful than Satan, which is one of the main themes of the book, gives Satan permission. He allows him to put Job to the test. When you come into chapter 2, <laughs> you think about what Job has experienced. One of his servants came and said, listen, all of your, your oxen, all of your donkeys that were out in the field, all the servants, they've been killed, they're gone. I alone have escaped to tell you. While he's still speaking, another man comes up. Listen, all your camels, all the servants, they're gone. While he's still speaking, Another one comes up. All your servants who are in the field, you know, they've been killed. They've been taken away. All your sheep. So all of his livestock, the camels, the oxen, the sheep, the donkeys, they're all gone. And then maybe as Job's trying to just process this, maybe in the back of his mind he thinks, well, at least I've still got my children. At least I've got my wife. I've got my family. So even though I've lost a lot of this wealth, that can be replaced. And then wouldn't you know it, another one comes, another man comes. He says, I have alone escaped to tell you that all ten of your children were in the house. A great wind came, pushed it all down. They're all gone as well. Could you imagine ten funerals in one day? Could you imagine what Job must have been going through? And the Bible says this happened on a day. Now, there was a day. Think back to the night before. You know, when you think about Job laying there at night, maybe he's looking over his field and the sun is setting and he's just praising the Lord. And he's thankful for all the things that he has in his life. And he goes to bed having no idea what was going to happen the next day. And the Proverbs writer says, Boast not about tomorrow, for you don't know what a day holds. Proverbs 27.1, and, and how true that is. James says, what is your life? It's but a vapor. It appears for a little time. It's here one minute. It vanishes the next. James 4.14. That's the reality. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We have today and the judgment day. And that's the only two days we have guaranteed. But here Job experiences the continual rainfall of the storm. It's amazing how that language is, is found there in that text. You know, one servant comes, and, and while he's still speaking, here comes another one. Could you imagine Job seeing them run up to him off in the distance? It's like he doesn't even have time to catch his breath. He doesn't even have a moment to try to process this. 
But you know, that's what life will do to you. Later in this season, Lord willing, we'll have a an episode entitled, When Life Doesn't Care. You know, when life moves on. And without going into much detail on that, because I want to save that for that episode. You know, when we came back from my father's funeral, life didn't care. You know, we had to pay the bills. We had to get back up in the morning. We had to go on to work and life doesn't care. You know, Job didn't have time to sit and process this. This just hit him out of nowhere. The rain kept falling. In chapter 2, just as Job is, is trying to process what has just happened, losing all of his, his wealth, losing his children, then we see that Satan wants to attack his health. He tells God, skin for skin, a man will give all he has for his own health. God says, do with him as you will, but spare his life. So here's Satan's opportunity to bring a man within an inch of his life. Don't you know he inflicted so much pain on Job? I can't imagine the pain that was inflicted. Job had boils from head to toe. He was itching. He had trouble seeing, trouble breathing, trouble sleeping. And there's a long list that you can read throughout the book of Job of, of what was inflicted upon him. You see him there mourning in sackcloth and ashes. You see him with a broken piece of pottery trying to find some relief, scratching at his arms and legs. You see a man whose whole figure has been changed. In fact, his three friends come to, to sit with him and they don't even recognize him. The friends come and at first they, they do exactly what a friend should do. They come and they sit with him. They sit with him for seven days. And I can tell you this, when you lose a loved one, it's not about what somebody says, it's just the fact that they're there. You know, sometimes you say things and you don't mean to be, um, you know, you don't mean to say it the way you do. Sometimes you do. The best thing you can do is just say, hey, I'm here for you. But I can tell you this, everybody that was there for me, I'll always remember that. And it may have been they couldn't physically be there. Maybe it was just a text. Maybe it was just a, a a card that was sent. It's not as much about what you say. It's just the fact that you're there. And so I think the friends here serve a great example of that. They just sat there for seven days. But then, as we know, as the story unfolds, the rain kept falling. One friend after another. Will tell Job, Job, <laughs> what happened? What did you do? You must have done something horrible. And here's Job trying to figure out what he's done. Now remember, Job thought he was the one that did something. He thought that, that God was punishing him, that God was behind this. We know in Job chapter 42 that God was not the one that did that. It was Satan that did it. But Job didn't know that. You know, Job didn't know about that conversation. We do because we can read it. But Job didn't have the book of Job. Job didn't have chapter 42. Job had to live through it. Job was the battlefield. The rain kept falling as his friends kept coming after him. Job, you must have done something wrong. What did you do? All the while, Job is trying to process this and get through what he's going through. And one important detail that we 
passed over a moment ago is the fact that when he was suffering so much physically, his health, his wife said, curse God and die. How do you still hold your integrity? Could you imagine that? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you this. My wife has been my rock through all of this and through every storm that I've faced. We've been married for seven years as of November the 8th, uh, 2021. That was our seventh year anniversary. And she's been there for me every step of the way. I couldn't imagine if she looked at me and turned to me and said, why are you still worshiping and serving God? Why don't you just give up? Well, that's what Job had to endure. So that's another element of the rain continuing to fall. Whether it was the news that he heard, whether it was the, the lack of, of faith and trust from his wife and from his friends, Job is facing the rain in every direction. So how did he weather the storm? And how can we weather the storm when the rain keeps falling? We find in James chapter 5, James says, we, we write about those who endured. And he mentions the example of Job. I have a book in, in my library I've been using in my study by Charles Swindle, and it's called Job, a Man of Heroic Endurance. And I think that's a great way to describe the life of Job. Heroic endurance. He is a hero because of how he was able to endure what he endured. He, he is a hero because when the rain kept falling, he kept trusting in God. And so if we want to look to the answer here, if we want to sum it up, how do we weather the storm when the rain keeps falling, when it just does not seem to let up? What Job did is what we ought to do. No matter how high or how low, no matter how difficult a task may be, no matter how trying a trial may be, may we be able to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. We need to remember that God is always worthy of our praise and adoration. Always. Even when things are going horribly for us, He's still worthy to be praised. And so when the rain keeps falling, keep your faith in God. Keep on praising Him, even when the rain's falling, because one day that rain will stop. One day the sun is going to shine through. Now, I don't know when that day is going to be for me. I don't know when that day is going to be for you. I'm going to keep the faith that one day the clouds are going to open up. Ultimately, it may not be in this life, maybe in the next. But we find there in the book of Revelation that where we're going, there is no night, no darkness. For God himself is the light. The rain may keep falling for you. It may fall the rest of your life. But one day, if you die faithfully in the Lord, that rain will stop. And the sunshine and the warmth will appear, and it will be worth it all. When the rain keeps falling, you and I can weather the storm by keeping our faith, keeping our trust in Almighty God. I hope and pray that this episode will help you in some way to weather the storm when the rain keeps falling. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and 
We have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use. And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.